Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter, or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions, where I buy my own ammo, great prices, you buy it directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, StayHustling.com. Takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. I will not throw back cocaine. I don't touch it. Hey, everybody. This is Bill Leverty of the band Firehouse, and you're listening to Straight Hustling. Hustling. This is Dick Darren and Stu. How's it going? No money, Mike, again. But we got a good guest tonight. We got Bill Laverty from the group Firehouse. Back in the day, they're still touring. Sold a ton of records. We're going to get him on here and uh, talk about how he started playing the guitar and how he actually got in the band Firehouse and uh, what he's doing now in his career. So it'll be cool to see what's going on with him after all these years yeah it's you know i was looking at some stuff he's they're still performing all the time it's great man bands back from the day we used to listen to still kicking it yeah yeah all the good ones are still going boy so if you get a chance to see firehouse sometime this year go out there and check them out let's get bill on the phone and see what's going on get your hustle on bill dick garen how you doing hey good how you doing is this bill this is he all thanks right. for calling Great, man. Yeah, I got uh, also Stu on the phone with me. How's it going, Bill? Hey, Stu. How you doing, man? Oh, shoot. Living the dream. Me too, buddy. Hey, check. Hey, check. <laughs> Can you hear us pretty good? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm putting down the, uh, the free bass pipe for a minute. We're just firing ours up. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's some crazy stuff or what? Man, I've, I've seen that a while back and had to pull it back out. That's a funny one. I've never seen that one. Uh, I've seen a lot of them, and they'll, you know, it's kind of amazing how many things go viral these days. But uh, that one's got half a million hits. Oh, did it really? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, we're talking about the Alabama Rehab. Yeah, that, that was a funny one. I hope it's not true. Yeah, I like how it goes. Uh, but I don't, I don't. Base at the altar. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some standards. Some, some right. You gotta draw the line somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, man, thanks for coming on. I wanted to get you on here and uh, kind of get a little background of uh, back in the day when you were playing and kind of what you're doing now. And well, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, to call and, and chat with me. It's really really cool. Glad to be on the show. Oh man, it's cool for you to come on here, man. You're the guitar player. You got all the, 
you got all the talent. We're just making a phone call. Dude, I I, I really don't. Because um, you know, I listen <laughs> to guys like Steve Morrison. I go, I suck. <laughs> so, so that's the way that's the way my life is. <laughs> well, we'll send you our latest audio track, and you can really feel good about yourself. <laughs> so, uh, how long have you been playing the guitar? What time is it? Oh, <laughs> it's five thirty-two p.m. Central Time. <laughs> All right. Well, I I started kind of late in life, as you can probably tell by listening to me. Um, <laughs> Whatever. I, I started when I was fifteen, uh, whereas. Our drummer for Firehouse started when he was three playing drums. Oh, damn. So it's kind of late for me. I, I got lessons. It was a group lesson kind of program where they taught you chords instead of the, you know, put a sheet music, piece of sheet music in front of the kid and say, play row, row, row your boat and bore the kid to tears and, and make him learn scales and stuff like that. I, I learned a D chord, then a C chord, then a G chord. And then I could play Sweet Home Alabama, and then I was hooked. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, man, 15's late. I was just thinking about picking it up, but I guess it's too really too late for me then. And <laughs> <laughs> never too late, man. It's a, it's a great hobby. Trust me. How's the what's the best way to learn to start playing the guitar? Well, for me, it was chords. I mean, because once you learn a, a few chords, um. And then once you learn bar chords, you can play just about any rock and roll song, any classic rock song anyway. So uh, that was the key for me to be enthused about it. You know, once you're doing something and you feel like you're you're making progress, you know, yeah. you're, you're you you want to do it. You want to do it some more. You want right. to keep practicing. But the problem with I think most teachers uh, that teach guitar. Um, with the old standard Hal Leonard method is, you know, like I said, teaching them how to play a scale or how to read music where you really don't have to read music. And I eventually learned how to do it by taking music theory in high school, which really helped me a lot. But I think if you can, you know, I just, you develop your ear and you just learn chords, you can, you can pretty much play any song out there. Oh, wow. Yeah. My ears are shot too. My fingers are all busted <laughs> up. I don't know. I guess I'm out of luck. I'm about to get a... Let's, let's just keep talking to guys like this. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to live our guitar careers through you. How does that sound? That sounds cool, brother. <laughs> they don't make the garage band shit anymore, like I don't think, so I was pretty good on that, maybe. Do you play... I, I can never, uh, never do it. <laughs> do you play any of the string instruments besides the guitar? Well, I play anything with the string, um, banjo, mandolin, guitar, bass. Um, I'm trying to think what's left. Um, I play a little keyboards, um, and I've you know I've been singing since since I was you know a kid. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I think piano kind of lays out someone who's trying to learn how learn how to play music. It lays it out so you can see it all there in front of you how it repeats octave after octave, whereas with guitar, it's kind of encrypted within the strings and frets and the little dots on the fretboard, so it's a little harder to see how it all fits together. So I always tell people, if you want to learn music, try to learn how to play a, a piano or keyboard instrument first. It'll oh, okay. kind of lay it all out there in an in a easier way for you. I would love to play the piano. I need to check that out. But the guitars, 
is awesome to me. All the different strings and and knowing which one to hit when. How uh? Well, it's uh, bending little wires is what I when people say, "Well, you know, what do you do for a living?" I yeah, I bend little wires. You got to know what what bend that's gonna, what sound that's gonna make. That's right. Fast. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> what about um? How about what age did you really start uh playing good enough where you joined a band or started a band? Well, that first year was what I call getting over the hump. So after a year of playing, uh, you know, once I once I got had those first few lessons, I was hooked, and that's really all I did. Um, I I, ha- I maintained a decent grade average in school, but my my grades weren't straight A's by any means. But after that first year, then I put together a band, and um, and I, I it never turned back. So it was after when I was sixteen, I started uh, playing really in bands, and uh, you know I was able to drive my amp, you know, because 16 I could drive in Virginia, I could drive around and um, and, and show up and, and play a gig, so yeah. that, that's kind of how that worked. How were your grades after you joined the band? they get better? No, I mean, they, they, they didn't go downhill tremendously, but eventually um, I went to college at Virginia Tech for a year, and after that year I had a, I had a you know, a, a B... B minus average, you know, and I told my dad that I wanted to take a year or so off of college to try to see if I could pursue a career in music, and uh, that's when he had his his first heart attack. Oh, rest his soul. He, that that one didn't kill him, but uh, you know, I uh, I definitely shocked him with that, and um, you know, eventually it worked out. But uh, I, I know he was concerned. Yeah, yeah. being a rock star has perks. <laughs> I don't know, you know, <laughs> I didn't, uh, he, you know, he knew the law of averages said that it was going to be really tough to make a, a living and, and yeah, support yeah. a family and have a career in the music industry. And, you know, he, he was right. I mean, sure, it, yeah. it's, it's tough and we got extremely lucky with Firehouse, um, but, but, uh, you know, we, we, we did it. So, you know, we didn't get, so that we're a household name, but we got so that we, had a few songs that made it big enough so we still have a career today. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, we're, we're lucky for sure. Yeah, yeah, y'all had some good hits, man. I remember those days, man, uh, all the touring that was going on with all the, the big hair, crazy hair bands and things. And that was some good times. I'm sure y'all had some good times on the road traveling. Oh, man, it was awesome. And, you know, we're still trying to bring <laughs> bring those days back. <laughs> At the same time, we're still trying to live them down. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to bring it all the way back. Some well, I can't can't bring there. the hair back uh, like like I used to be able to grow it, but uh, yeah, Rogan yeah. kind of is what it is. They got wigs for that. That's right. That's right. No wig, no gig. That's my policy. <laughs> yeah, got a T-shirt, man. That's funny. <laughs> oh shit! So I was I was reading somewhere today uh, that uh, you were saying you guys did some touring overseas, and you guys are like bigger there overseas. Does that happen a lot? Well, I don't know if we're bigger overseas. We have had, um, well, when when the mid-90s hit and the music industry changed from melodic hard rock like we are to sort of an uh, alternative kind of sound, um, we went where we could get a gig. And some of the places we could get gigs were in Southeast Asia. And um, fortunately, it, it, it caught on over there, and um, we've, we're still going back to this day. I mean, the last time... 
I guess a couple of months ago, we went we went to Indonesia and played in front of seventy five thousand oh, people. Oh wow, yeah, that's so, cool. Uh, we're, we're definitely lucky to be able to have an audience over there uh, that knows our songs and and a lot of the songs that weren't really big hits over here, but uh, they were over there. So it's it's kind of kind of different. Um, it's a long way to get over there, but it's, it's so worth it. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah. Tracy Guns was telling us about a place that you don't want to go to where they, if they like like your music, they spit on you in Brazil. Was it now in Brazil? Well, I don't know. Where is that? Please let me know. I want to <laughs> put that on the uh, blacklist. Yeah, it was somewhere in South America. Yeah. He said uh, he looked out over the crowd and he said it looked like a freaking storm coming at him. He said they were just covered in it. And I was like, oh, man. He said, but if you did bad, they didn't spit on you. I was like, well, I'd be cutting that one off the tour list. Yeah, I don't. I want to. I want to find out where that is and and not go there. I have. Uh, I don't really want to be spit on. <laughs> I'm all for the throwing the bras and stuff like that and the panties, but they can keep the spit. <laughs> as long as the panties are clean, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm okay with that. I haven't really put that much thought into it, but uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. As long as they don't crawl off stage, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. So what's it like playing guitar when? Um, what was it like playing guitar in uh, Firehouse on Acid? How were y'all like? Never, <laughs> never done that. Um, actually, we we never drink before we go on ever. Oh wow! And uh, it's kind of uh, just everybody cares so much about the music in the band that we we don't want to drink before we go on. And um, there was one show one time where the gig canceled because the the promoter flaked out or something. So we were like, well gigs canceled the promoter canceled it let's just go to the bar we went to the bar we started drinking a couple beers and uh, a couple turned into about four or five and then we got a call from our booking agent say hey the show's back on there's a new promoter who's moved in and he's taken over the venue and he wants you guys to so get over there so we we had to get up there and play it was in buffalo and we weren't real um, sober but we had a great time and we played well, but we <laughs> promised at the end of the gig when we went back in the dressing room that we weren't going to try that again. <laughs> well, it wasn't planned. At least y'all were uh, conscious enough to make that decision. I bet there was a lot of uh, uh, bands back then in the day where they were partying and just getting hammered. Well, you know, there were. and, and um, Guns and Roses. <laughs> yeah, I, we never got to tour with those guys. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of, lot of you know partying back then. I mean, we just... We usually went on so early, uh, before everybody else that, um, you know, it was too early to start drinking, I guess, for us. But, uh, you know, if you're the headliner going on at nine o'clock or whatever, shoot, it's after dinner. It's, you know, after five, you know, it's okay to have a beer or two or whatever. Oh, so, yeah. 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 Watch the rest of the show, man. <laughs> so do you ever have any, uh, do you have any buddy that, uh, back then that you were just like in awe of and you saw any like either singer or, musician or on your band or another band it was just like oh man this guy is incredible well i got to meet eddie van halen a couple of times and he's just the greatest guitar player i think on the planet or one of one of the, my top five for sure and he was so cool to me each time i met him and um i just kind of wish i had a little more time to kind of ask him questions but at the same time i go well i'm glad i didn't because then he would think you know what a jerk <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you know, asking me 20 questions. But, uh, you know, I got to meet Eddie. He was awesome. Yeah. That was the night that uh, Firehouse won the American Music Award, and 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 he was there um, to win one as well. And, I, you know, they had us in formation to walk 
down a hall to get our picture taken. And um, our publicist and another record company marketing guy was with us, walking us down this hall. And I saw Eddie Van Halen over there talking to somebody. And I just had to break formation and walk over there and put my hand out to shake his hand. And I said, thank you so much, because without you, I wouldn't be here tonight. And he said, oh, that's really cool, man. Congratulations. Nice to meet you. And I said, i, I got to go. Thanks again. Oh, that's awesome. So, you should have. He was just great. And, and, you know, I've always loved everything he played and, and writ, wrote and, 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 and um, everything he's done. He's just, yeah. he's a man. Yeah, he's been uh, innovative through the years. He's yeah, Frank Zappa said that Eddie Van Halen reinvented the electric guitar. And yeah, I, I just yeah. think that's a really poignant way of, of putting it. Frank Zappa was always stoned, though. I, I didn't know, I didn't know that he did any, any, substance at all. I just know his music was so deep and well thought out and so genius level and so was his his lyrics and so was his conversation yeah. that, uh, you know, that guy, you know, the world needs more people, you know, like that. I mean, they don't, they don't make many, many people like that. Yeah, you sure. got, you got two Frank Zappa fans here, man. man Joe's oh, Garage, all that. I like the, I like the thing oh, Cosmic Debris is my favorite. <laughs> favorite Zappa the thing song. fish yeah. the thing fish yeah, yeah snow. There, there's a bunch of them but but uh yeah what a genius yeah right man i wonder how i'm really kept up with his son and daughter see if they're doing anything lately but i know they were playing oh, dweezel's time. out playing uh a lot he's just a remarkable musician uh he's just a phenomenal he's he's he he, does, he has his own thing but you can tell he's got the zappa genetics yeah I mean, he's yeah. just just, just phenomenal. So, man, you guys sold what was it, two million records? Your first album? Or first one uh, in America, yeah. It uh, it went over, and it might be up to uh, up to three by now. We wow. we uh, haven't audited the record company <laughs> in quite a while, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it went double platinum in America and sold some more elsewhere. Uh, and that first record was a big record for us. Yeah, man, damn, two million. That's awesome. I wish I could just sell five shirts. <laughs> Man, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Two million. That's man. That's a that's a big achievement, though, man. Just to come out when you guys were that young and just uh, man, that, that blows me away. Two million. You know, I don't know how much that is in albums, but that sounds a lot, like a lot, like it. Which, it was two million actual albums, right? That y'all sold. Whenever they say that, you went platinum. Three was now. Actually, that. yeah, it went double platinum in the states. That's you know, and and then actually uh, one of our songs. Um, Love of a Lifetime uh, oh, sold yeah, 500,000 singles. So that was um, as, as a single. You know, we got a gold single for that oh, song. Wow. Y'all are um, sick. So that, that was pretty pretty wild. That's back when people bought music. Right. That was that was a good day, man. That's what I was wondering now. Like, How do you even sell two million records nowadays? Man, that's got to be tough. Well, man. you need to change your name to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Is that all it takes? That's all it takes. <laughs> with, with the whole digital revolution and everything, you know, it's everybody buys single songs or you hear yeah. people buying an album every now and then, but it's a digital album. You know, it's what happened to vinyl? What? I bet I got about a thousand albums at my house still. Yeah, I, I think that um, the industry is really uh, turning to digital oh, stuff yeah. mainly because of the shipping costs. You know, mm. you know it doesn't cost anything to to send somebody a digital file of an album. So most people discover music through YouTube now. 
and um, YouTube's kind of the biggest radio station out there now, and it's kind of where most airplay happens for new music and undiscovered indie artists. Um, you know, getting people to actually lay down their 99 cents for a song is proving to be quite a challenge these days because yeah. people go, well, I can just go to YouTube and watch it for free. <laughs> so that's where the challenge is. And until they figure that out, I see a lot of artists saying, you know, I'm, I'm not making any new music anymore. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do something else. You know, so it's sad because I, I think, you know, gosh, if, if a new band that were to come out today that was as good as like a band like the Eagles, let's say, oh, yeah. uh, would, would the Eagles, if they put out their first record, would they get discouraged and say, you know what? We can't make a living doing this. We're going to go back to doing something else. And it's a shame because a, a lot of great artists are out there, yet they're undiscovered. They can't break through and uh, there's no money in it. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, until they figure that whole thing out, I think it's we're in some challenging times, yeah. challenging era. Yeah, I guess you can still um, do live shows, but how is the live shows versus the uh, um, selling album sales and things like that? As far as percentage of your like your money that you take home is is it a pretty good chunk of it? The live? Well, the live uh, touring business for most bands is their bread and butter okay. and we're no exception okay. um, you know the, the being able to go out and play live is what we always wanted to do anyway we love to play music and uh, we loved it when we were playing cover tunes and we, we loved it even more when we wrote songs and, and got to play our own songs and people liked them and then they'd come back and they'd sing along Yeah. Uh, so I think a lot of that is um Kind of the, the big gratification that you know the reason why we do this is to get out there and play live. Yeah. So wh what are you kind of doing nowadays? I know you got some uh, a lot of solo stuff you're doing. Right? Are you singing and playing guitar? Yeah, I uh, I I've put out uh, four solo albums so far as Bill Leverty, and um, I'm working on my fifth one now. And with the the latest way I do it is when I finish a song, I release it as a single. So you can go and download it right away, and also so that I don't have to sit on it until I finish ten of them, so I can put out an album. Um, it's I have a lot of anxiety issues, so when I have to sit on it and wait for months <laughs> and months, I'm, it drives me crazy. So it's kind of good that I can just say I'm done with this. I'm putting it out right now. Yeah. Um, in the old days, you'd finish a song and you had to wait until you know you go and. Get to get it all, get the whole album done. Not anymore. So that's cool. I mean, I've got five or six songs done that I've released. You can get them on Leverty.com. They're also on iTunes and Amazon and CD Baby and, and the other ones. But um, what about YouTube? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've put out a video for a few of those songs. You know, videos take a lot of time and they're they're kind of a pain to do. But you know, again, with my anxiety, you know, I, I finish a song and I go, you know, I really want people to see this or hear it, rather. Um, and the only way they're going to hear it is if they get to see it on YouTube. So, I, you know, make my wife, you know, come down and bring out the video camera and, and shoot some video. And she fortunately learned how to edit video. So she's up there working for days trying to piece together uh, all this stuff and 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 put together videos and um, 
you know, the last song we did, we put out uh, two or three days ago, and it's it's gotten a good reaction. It's called Strong. All right, cool, yeah. That's what it is. Just put like a 30-second uh, filler out there, let people hear what it's about. And, you know, we're like you. We love iTunes. Uh, you can That's where our show's hosted, one of the places. And that's just really a great way for people to get out there, buy the one song, listen to whatever they want to. Or just, our stuff's free. They don't yeah, ours is free. <laughs> Unless you want to handwrite a check for 99 cents, Bill, and uh, you can send it to straighthustle.com. So do you put your do you put your kids to work too? <laughs> My daughter's full-time student. She doesn't um, she she doesn't take part in the family business yet, but uh, you know, maybe when she gets out of college, we'll we'll put her to work uh, you know, stuffing envelopes to ship out CDs or uh you know, do something, but um, she's a great kid. Awesome. Do you do any collaboration? Excuse me. Do you do any collaboration with any other artists? I do. I've, I've the the field of collaboration that I've been working in lately has been more of mixing people's songs, um, which I've really, you know, enjoyed learning and working to become a better mix engineer. Um, but I've I've done solos on. A fair amount of uh, people's, you know, uh, projects, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's gratifying. I mean, I like to play on other people's stuff, but for the most part, I'm you know my, my plate's pretty full with with touring with Firehouse and and then coming home and in my spare time, I try to write songs, yeah, and, and record my own. So is it the, pretty much the same band that's still playing? Yeah, we're all original members except for our bass player. We got uh, Alan McKenzie, who's been with us for 12 years now. We call him the new original member, <laughs> and um, he's he's just an awesome guy, awesome bass player, great singer, and he just adds so much to our band. That's uh, awesome. He was the lead singer, bass player for the biggest Rush tribute band in the country, and we snagged him. He, he was uh, well, Janie Lane snagged him for Janie Lane's solo band for a while, and then. Um, and then we got him, so we're we're really glad to have him. Oh yeah, any uh, most of the rock stars that we talk to, man, they've everybody's bounced around and bounced around and bounced around. And you guys all seem to stick together. That's cool. Yeah, we we like uh, we like uh, playing our music and we like hanging out with each other. So there's really uh, you know it's a, it's a good it's a good vibe in our camp. So where do you live now? I live in Virginia. Does everybody pretty much live in the same area? No. No. Uh, the drummer and I live in Virginia. Bass player lives in Ohio. Singer lives in Florida. Mm, so okay. we're, we're, we, we get away from each other long enough so that we can <laughs> stand each other, and then we show up again at the next gig, and, and we go to our own little corners again. Maybe that's the key, <laughs> that separation. Yeah. That's one key, you know. I mean, I think uh, you know, sometimes you got to get away to, to uh, kind of, kind of get along you know so who came up with the name firehouse our drummer did we used oh. to be called white heat ah. and we found out when we did a trademark search that there were about five or six other white heats around there was a white heat swing orchestra also in chicago and um, there was a white heat in canada so we had to change the name um so we thought about it for a long time, put a lot of names down, and, and our drummer, Michael, came up with the name Firehouse 
And we all went, hmm, let's, let's sleep on that. We woke up and we went, yeah, that, that sounds pretty cool. We could go with that. He was actually going to be a firefighter. He had gone through the fire academy and everything. Right before we, he answered an audition to, to join a band that I was in at the time. And so uh, that's, that's kind of where he got the name was from the fire academy, to be a firefighter. Oh, cool. i got to ask you this, man. So when is uh, Firehouse going to put out their country album? Well, that's an interesting uh, question because <laughs> I really like country music. And um, we have spread our wings a little bit in the past with Southern-style rock. Uh, our Good Acoustics record, which is our fourth record, it was the last record we were on Sony with, uh, has a country flavor with a couple songs. And then the next record after that was called Category 5. We had a couple of southern country-style songs on there. Oh, cool. So we we definitely have, you know, southern drawl to us. Um, I put out some country solo stuff myself. Oh, wow. Okay. One, one song uh, you, you can check out is called For Better or Forget It. Um, I'd have sent it to you. But um, definitely, you know, love country, you know. No doubt about it. Yeah, we've talked to a lot of people that are kind of over the years are all, you know, switching the country. Everybody with Tracy Guns, he was like, hell no. I'm turning this <laughs> shit up as loud I, as I can. I love that guy. He's cool as hell. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've always loved country. I, I um, Coming from Virginia, I, li- I heard it a lot on the radio. I mean, there was a lot more crossover country here in Richmond, Virginia, than there was in Los Angeles. You know, and um, I've, I guess it's like, I get a little older. I listen more to country and um, I have a great appreciation for it. And I, I find myself really liking a lot of traditional stuff and a lot of these cats that are still traditional artists today. You know, Marty Stewart, for example, is, oh, yeah. is one of my favorite country artists and he's a traditional country artist, but he's got his own thing, kind of like Johnny Cash. You know, he's mm-hmm. just got his own paved his own way and his own genre and all that. And that, that, that's, you know, to me, those guys are, are the genius uh, guys in that genre. Yeah. yeah right. Hey, well, Bill, we got a thing we do called the hustling round. We just ask you some questions that really don't make a whole lot of sense. And you just kind of throw out whatever you kind of want to want to you do that with us. I'll try. <laughs> it's not I'll that see cool. how my mind reacts. <laughs> Here's one that we ask everybody. If you were elected president tomorrow, what's the first thing you would do? Wow, that is a great, great question. And uh, I would probably, and, and this is a long answer, uh, repeal Obamacare um, and and not to dismantle the entire health care system, but try to make it so that it, it w- didn't raise health care costs for everybody. We were supposed to get a $2,500 reduction in our, <laughs> our health care costs per year. And my health care costs have more than tripled. So it didn't work for me. It didn't work for most of the people that I know. And um, that would be the first thing that I would do. So I know I'm going to alienate a lot of people by saying mm-hmm. that. And I, I would still make exemptions for people who with pre-existing conditions. Yeah, and, that's the big thing. And, yeah. and stuff, things like that. But at the same time, I think it's made it so that our our future doctors of America which 
we want our brightest and most brilliant people to become doctors so they'll take care of us. They're disincentivized to become doctors because of the way that that law has yeah. worked. So that is my answer, and I'm sorry for everybody that I offended on that. <laughs> well, it, it will be interesting in the next you know, five, ten years to see what it does with the doctors and see if they still have that, that uh, ambition to go out there and, and do their job and actually, you know, kids coming through college, if they still want to pursue that, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a challenging time for us. So uh, maybe it'll go down 2,500 after it goes up 10,250. <laughs> maybe. That's right. Maybe that's the plan. So you still got a ways to go before you get there, I think. Before you get that deduction. Oh, shoot. All right. What about, um, what's your favorite thing to drink? Red wine. I mean, at night, coffee in the morning. Green tea in the middle of the day. Okay. How about for the next president? You got Hillary Clinton, Jeb Bush, Hank Williams Jr., or Johnny Knoxville? I'd probably go with, with, um, I'd probably go with Hank Jr. on that. (laughs) I think, uh, I think he's a good leader. That'd be pretty cool to see how he does in the the White House. (laughs) He's crazy. (laughs) Oh, man. That would be, that would definitely be interesting. What's the craziest band that you might have came across during the years? You mean the uh, the most crazy kind of um, kind of don't care band just members? Go out and have a good time. The, yeah, yeah. You know, we've had so many great tours. I mean, the the first big tour we ever had was Warrant, and oh, yeah. uh, those guys, as nice and as down to earth as they are, and they're just wonderful people. That Blood, Sweat, and Beers tour. Where you know they had "She's My Cherry Pie" and 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 all those great songs off that album, uh, that was some crazy times uh, where we were just all out having a blast. So I, I I would say the caveat is they they are not that crazy, but that was a crazy time. A lot of women at them shows back then. Yeah, I remember the uh, days. <laughs> what about if uh, Firehouse called you up today and said, "Bill, you're out of the band." And you got your opportunity to be in any other band that you choose. What band would you pick? It could be somebody in the past or the future. I guess it can't be anybody in the future. Well, I mean, I, I, it would have to pay, be the Beatles because uh, they're the biggest band of all, of all time. Oh, if, yeah. If, we, if, I, if, if that didn't work out, I'd say Led Zeppelin. You know? um, not that I could play <laughs> those songs in either band, but I, I just want to play for the biggest audience I can. So, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, I guess either one of those yeah, would, be, good would ones. be awesome. Yeah. What's the best thing you ever had thrown on stage? Mm. I don't know. I, I, I really, honestly, nothing. I don't really? like having things thrown on stage because I'm having a hard enough time hitting all the notes that when something gets thrown on stage, it gets me out of my groove and I, I forget where I am. Have you been hit with so, stuff before? Uh, yeah. And I, you know, it really, uh, I really try, try to encourage people not to do that. It's oh, not, yeah. it's not, not cool. Um, Only an asshole yeah. throwing stuff, but you know. But. Yeah. <laughs> somebody got, somebody said an empty liquor bottle on their <laughs> therapist. It was empty. <laughs> How about your favorite Kardashian? You know, I don't watch that show, so I, I would have no idea. I wouldn't know. Um, Good answer. 
Yeah, that's the answer we're looking for. That show, and I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any knowledge of any of them. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's when we say there's no meaning to these questions. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> there's no wrong answer. Actually, that was the right answer. You're stranded on a, a deserted island. You have one person that's going to be with you. Who would you pick? Ted Nugent, Willie Nelson, Megan Fox, or Axl Rose? I have to go Ted Nugent without a doubt. Ted, um, I, I've we toured with with uh, Damn Yankees in '93. Oh yeah, awesome. The whole summer, it was actually four months or maybe five months. The tour did real well, and I used to have dinner with him every night. And he kind of took me under his wing, and he was so cool to me. I would He was the kind of guy I could ask him 20 questions. He, he'd give me 30 answers because he was <laughs> such a cool guy and, and so, so intelligent. And um, I, learned a, I learned all my formative years of guitar playing came from listening to the, his first three at four albums. Um, that guy is, he's the man, and out of those four people, without a doubt, it'd be Ted. Yeah, man, we had him on here a few weeks ago, man. He's cool. Love Ted News. Oh. He's a great dude. Man, we played, we opened up for him in Sturgis uh, last year at the uh, Full Throttle. Oh, uh, shit. And um, he came off stage, pointed at me, and said, come here, and he said, gave me a big hug and, and he, he had watched part of our set from the side of the stage and he was so cool and so nice and just just great catching up with him. I mean, he's just one of those greatest people on the planet, you know. They're, they're you know, they don't they don't make many like Ted. He's yeah. he's the man. He doesn't ever seem like he has a down day. That dude is always on fire. He's always He never did uh that tour and every day he was so nice to me and he gave me so many guitar lessons on that and and so many life lessons and he was just you know he was like like the big brother i never had you know yeah and the, you know just awesome cool. your favorite guitar that, that you play it would be my latest one that's made by cr allship guitars um they're out of, out of texas um my number 13 lucky 13 guitar uh, my, my lucky number is 13 and he made this guitar for me and it's um it's just a, a, a wonderful guitar it's got a great sound and i'm playing it exclusively now in all the firehouse uh gigs and i played it in my last on my last um recordings the latest song strong um that's the guitar that, that i'm playing and it's uh it's magnificent. It's it's got the FU tone upgrades, which are a lot of titanium and a lot of stainless steel bridge pieces that make the tone real sharp and snappy and um, articulate and cut through and mix. And, and and then the guitar is just it's just a it's just a it's just a wonderful wonderful instrument. Awesome. Can people buy that? Yeah, oh, they cool. they can go to CR Allship and order one just like it. Cool. All right. Can you actually wear a guitar out? I mean, to wear... I know you can wear the strings out, but can you physically wear a guitar out? I don't think so. Uh, not in my lifetime. <laughs> I mean, you can wear the frets out, but they can they can put new frets in. You can make some of the wood kind of wear down, and you can, you can make it kind of get rough and wear some of the finish off, but it actually kind of probably makes it sound better. <laughs> so I think that um, that's why some of those really old 
Strats and old Les Pauls are so sought after, so valuable, and you see them selling for twenty and thirty thousand bucks on YouTube Damn. for the cheap one. Wow. Hold on, guys, I used to break them and smash them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. What about your favorite podcast out of Nashville? Straight Hawthorne for sure. I mean, there's there's nothing that compares to you guys, and uh, you know Nashville being the greatest city, music city in the country. Yeah, that's where I go. All right. All right. Sounds great. That's a good answer. Well, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show. It's so cool to talk well, to you, I appreciate you, Stu and Dick taking the time to talk to me, man. It was a pleasure, and I I, I, I didn't expect it to be this fun. <laughs> you thought we were going to be some nuts? <laughs> I thought it was going to be kind of, you know, business, and, you know, some of these interviews are kind of stale, and, you know, so, uh, you know, whatever. You guys were, were a real hoot, man. Thanks All right, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on and giving us all the history, man. And we'll be looking for you and and keep in touch, man. All right, bro. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. All right, that's the show. Bill Laverde. Got some cool music out. Still touring with Firehouse. Make sure you check them out if you can. Look out Led Zeppelin. If you ever want to put the band back together, Bill's waiting. Man, I'd I'd jump on that one, too. (laughs) I just like the skill of playing the guitar, but... Yeah, shit, I wish you wasn't so living so far away. Maybe you could teach us something. Well, you know, Millie Vanilli lip sync. I'm sure I could get tar sync and get away with it. <laughs> That's the garage band thing, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, garage band. <laughs> so go to his website, check out his new music. Uh, you can download and buy his new music on iTunes. And he's got some cool stuff coming out. He's always putting out new stuff. Great that he uh, took the time out to talk to us, man. He's had a good career. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, man, you know, it's that's what we love about it, just calling these people up and you know, people don't hesitate. Whenever you're out there on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, iTunes, leave messages, man. We want to ask these guys questions y'all want to hear. Uh, we ask them what we want to hear. You know, Bill said, it, you know, it's a laid-back atmosphere. He really enjoyed talking with us. We'd love to ask questions that y'all want to hear the answers to. Unless they just love our questions. Well, you know, we got some pretty potent questions. So. <laughs> we need some more hustling around shit. Leave us, drop us something on the site. What we can throw in the hustling around. Yeah. But, uh, visit then, our website. Be sure when you put those hustle around questions, they got to be something that just doesn't make a damn bit of sense. You know, we don't want to hear stuff like, what's your favorite color? Check out our website, straighthustling.com. See if I can spell it. S-T-R, number eight, H-U-S-T-L-I-N.com. You know, his his English teacher would be so proud of him. He finally spelled his own website correctly. I made it, yeah. I'm getting better every day, man. Yeah, guys. Y'all check us out on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Stitcher, we have direct feeds for our podcast. You know, we've got new ones coming out all the time. And uh, leave comments, like I said, and, you know, tell us who you want us to try to get in touch with. We'll do the best we can and leave some questions. And uh, we forgot to ask Bill if he wanted to come out to Nashville and shoot some guns sometime. Damn. Man. So hit our link down at the bottom of the page, Freedom Munitions. Check out their ammo. It's a cool company. Do a lot of good stuff. Uh, ship the ammo right to your house. So hit them up. Straighthustling.com has t shirts. Yeah. Get your one player. Alright, if you ain't hustling, you ain't living. We're out.